are listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, you know, I've heard coaches say one of the best ways to win is to get old and to stay old. Uh, we, we really had a young team in a lot of ways uh, for a few years here. Um, getting those guys back and just the experience of, of playing in this league and uh, the talent that they have is going to be huge for us. It's going to give us time to continue to work with the young guys and get them ready to go. And um, we're thrilled to have those guys back. And they, they kind of all got together. And I think the group that are coming back all kind of made that commitment to each other. And it's going to make us a better football team. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Rob Washington, Nate Klaus. This segment of the show brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill on 30th and Yankee Hill. If you haven't been in, Check out the all-new Tanners. It's fully remodeled, all-new TVs. They've added more TVs, if you can believe that as well. Uh, all-new furniture. Um, a completely different-looking sports bar. I was in there for lunch on Saturday, and, and the place was, was buzzing. Um, it is your premier destination to watch all the NFL action this weekend. Tanner Sports Bar on 30th and Yankee Hill. Guys, you heard Coach Frost, and I mean, I think people are probably getting tired of that saying, get old, stay old, but... Nebraska's defense right now is going to have five six-year seniors now to build on. The offense will have essentially one that's coming back in Levi Falk. He's a wide receiver that's a walk-on still, but I assume he's going to get a scholarship as well. But Ben Stilley's coming back on the D-line. Will Honus and JoJo Doman are coming back at linebacker. Markel Desmuke, Deontay Williams at safety. That is a really, really good base. 17 of the top 20 players on Eric Shenander's crew in terms of snaps played, Robin, will return in 2021. Well, and that's not even counting Cam Taylor-Britt, who kind of flirted with potentially making an early jump to the pros. And so, you know, he's a three-year starter, at least a three-year, uh, you know, key contributor that is going to be coming back. So all of a sudden, you know, you look at the way Nebraska's defense played this past season. Now, obviously, they had their ups and downs just like anything, but overall – they were the consistent side of the ball as far as bringing it week in, week out. And if the offense had done you know anything close to their part, Nebraska's record probably looks a lot better because the defense played more than well enough for Nebraska to win most weeks. Now they bring back pretty much everyone. I mean, obviously you lose Boodle and um, you know Colin Miller and you know a handful of other guys, but uh, by and large, it's it's the same defense that got significantly better last year from what they were a year ago. And so odds are they're going to be even better next year. And you could make the case, and maybe get your guys' thoughts on this, that on paper, Nebraska has the best defense in the Big Ten West. I mean, I would say so. I'd really have to – Wisconsin. Want, I, yeah, I'd want to dive in and, and take a deeper look at, at what other teams in the Big Ten West have. But, I mean, as far as experience goes, I mean, I, I feel like the defense is probably – it has as much returning experience as anybody in the, in the division. Uh, I love the fact that you've got – experienced playmakers on each level the d-line linebackers and back in the back back end of the secondary there so um i mean yeah i'm, I'm really bullish on on what this defense could be uh, i like the the way that they've improved each season and and boy i mean uh you know on paper at least it looks like mm -hmm. they could be a pretty salty group i mean there's really just two key questions i think for me uh one who's that other corner going to be is it Braxton yep. Clark? Is it Quentin Newsom? Is it Tamal Linum? Is it one of the other newcomers that's coming in? And then the other question is, can they get more consistent pass rush? Is there a guy that can get you six sacks? Can And I'm talking with a front four, not, not, a, not a blitz. Can, can a front four guy get you six-plus sacks? And who is that guy? Who, you know, is it Casey Rogers? It could Stilly give you that next year? Could Caleb Tanner? Um, how do they get – 
somebody to become more of an elite pass rusher because it's kind of just been this by committee, a bunch of guys getting two or three sacks. They need to me, Robin, that next level guy that can be, all right, this is our guy that gets to quarterbacks on third down. Yeah, and I don't know if that guy I is on the roster right. right now. I mean, I think there's guys that maybe have potential, like a Robinson, Rogers. He's been waiting four or five years on Caleb, Caleb Tanner now. Hasn't worked. But, you know, I, I think that they can I think they can address that still with a committee approach as long as you have three, four, five guys that are all in that four, three to four sack range. Because if you're getting, you know, good production from a number of different players, I think that's just as important as having one guy that's your all Big Ten pass rusher type player. So, you know, I, right now, I don't think that they're going to have that player that that is that Randy Gregory type that uh, changes the look of the defense just coming off the edge. But I think that they have a number of guys that can give you quality pass rush numbers uh both with sacks and tackles for loss that can help make the that 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 part of the defense take the next step yeah i, I agree i think it's probably a, a by committee approach but you know i'm interested to see what the another year in the system for a guy like Fidarius Payne does or um you know if nick henrich gets moved to outside uh, more more consistently or permanently you know what what can he provide from from that position along with a jojo doman and caleb tanner you know uh, what can a healthy blaze gunnerson um possibly do for the you know nico that cooper position? what about yeah, nico, cooper? nico cooper you know can can he develop and and take a step ahead and and provide something there so i think it's always going to be at least for the time being a con- by committee approach but i think there are a number of bodies there that are that are capable of of at least producing uh, in certain situations you're listening here to the husker online show and we we talked last week about the additions of marquis step and samori tori um, they added a linebacker as well. Chris, Co- how do you pronounce it? Kolarovic? Kolarovic. Kolarovic. Um, and they're all here now, too. Um, so I think that's huge. All three of the transfer additions are here for the spring, for the eight-week winter program. Uh, Kolarovic's going to be one of those four inside linebackers. Um, but you, you figure it's going to be Will Honus, Kolarovic, Luke Reimer, um, and then Nick Henrich, uh, those four guys. Um, are, are going to be really, um, you know, working things together on the inside. Uh, but I think just having Step here, and, and Scott Frost talked about him on the show this week, uh, what what he's going to bring. And he's like, it's not like I didn't like my other guys, he said, but it, it's more I want to have a veteran to make sure those guys get the amount of time to develop needed. Um, and it will be interesting to see just how that dynamic works. Is there going to be some attrition in that room? Um you know, my, my one of my questions is what happened to Ronald Tompkins? I mean, mm-hmm. we saw him as the number two, and he just kind of went on the milk cart in the rest of the year. Um, I, 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 I just question some of the attrition in that room. Will we see some somebody move out of there because of this step addition? Well, so first, I know that this has been asked on the, like our, our weekly chat a lot, so I'm sure there's other people that you know are asking this and don't know. So what step's eligibility? What's the situation there? Um, technically, he has to get a waiver, but – they anticipate everyone's going to get a waiver because the one-time mm-hmm. transfer rule has not been passed yet. Nope. But what's going to happen is it, it, there's going to be like 800 waiver requests, and the NCAA is not going to have the manpower to process mm-hmm. those. And they did for basketball a, pretty much a blanket waiver, right? Pretty much, yeah. I and, mean, basically, if you had like any reasonable, uh, you know, I guess request, then they were going to grant it. So I think you'll see something similar to football because there's going to be a lot more waiver requests mm-hmm. for football than basketball. Okay. So yeah, having, having those guys in there, obviously uh, with, with step in particular, 
it changes the dynamic of that room because he probably wouldn't come here if he didn't come in with the expectations of being the guy or one of the guys. And so who else is going to pair with him? You know, you have a competition of talented but unproven young backs that are all going to have to make their case over these next few months of the offseason as to, you know, who is going to be that number two or co-number one or however you want to view it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bodies there. And and you also have Gabe Irvin, who's coming in early uh, the, the out of Buford High School there in Georgia. So, I mean, you're adding a transfer and a high school kid who I think is pretty darn good, along with uh, a bunch of other talented players there that, like you said, are um, young and unproven. So, I mean, that's going to be – that might be the position to, to really, really watch and, and look to see who's going to step up. And, um, you know, I, I think that given his experience and, and how he's produced at the Power 5 level already, you know, Marquis Step obviously has a, a leg up on everybody. But who who's going to be that next guy in, in that group to, to really do it? All right, well, Nebraska has a decision to make now with special teams, and we're going to discuss that and, and where that potentially goes next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.